Friends, in your professional networking, are you keeping an eye out for the people who can be your greatest allies? Here on episode 101 of the Nurse Keith Show, we're digging into five strategies for putting together your team of powerful career allies. Welcome to episode 101. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for being part of the Nurse Keith Nation. If you haven't checked out episode 100, our centennial that aired just a week ago from this recording in March of 2017, definitely check it out at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 100. It was a little celebration. There were some voices of some of my friends and colleagues out there in the world, and it was a fun little episode. So check it out, and if you've already listened to it, Thanks so much for tuning in. This podcast is still all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of Podcasters with RNFM Radio, Your Next Shift with Elizabeth Scala, The Innovative Nurse Show, and The Gluten-Free RN. More shows are in the works, so stay tuned at pulsemedianetwork.com. Find me on iTunes, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, etc. Please hit me up on any of those social media platforms if you want to be in touch. And if you want to see the show notes for today's show, which I recommend, head over to nursekeith.com forward slash episode 101. Without much further ado, let's head over to the studio and dig into today's topic. So folks, back on March 27th of 2017, I published a blog post on my blog, Digital Doorway, and it was all about five strategies for building your network of nursing career allies. The thing is that I've been talking a lot about networking on this show and also on RNFM radio and on my blog and the other writings that I do and on social media, but sometimes your networking can fall flat or it doesn't really get you where you want to go because you need to take your networking to the next level. Sometimes that involves just digging deeper and looking for the people who are really going to move the needle for you. And it also means watching for the people who are strategically positioned to really be your true allies. And when I say allies, I mean people who will really go to bat for you, who will be present for you, who will advise you or maybe disabuse you of certain opinions that maybe you need to let go of. So you need people in your corner who are not just good members of your network, but people who are really in your corner, people who are cheerleading on the sidelines, dancing around with pom-poms and really going for broke in terms of supporting you. Now, There are a lot of tricks and tips about networking that I've talked about here on the show. I've written about, you can find them in my book, and I've shared many of them on this podcast, and I want to make sure that you walk away from this particular recording understanding that from assiduous, strategic, consistent networking, you can gather a team of allies around you. You just need to keep your eyes open and make sure you know who those people are and identify them as you go. 
So the first tip that I covered in that blog post, tip number one is finding a mentor. So a mentor is definitely an ally, and they also hold a quote-unquote position in your life as a teacher or a coach, someone who can really pull you along and hold you accountable and teach you the things you need to know. So during your nursing career, you can hire a mentor, you can hire a career coach like me, for instance, but there are plenty of mentors to go around among your peers and your colleagues, so you want to keep your eyes out for who that person or persons might be. So a mentor might be someone who you actually go to and say, hey, I really need some help moving the needle in my career in this particular way. I really admire you and respect you. Would you actually agree to be my mentor? Would you mentor me? And that can often result in a really lovely relationship that might last a short period of time, or it could last many, many years, depending on the relationship that you nurture and create. So look about you, look around you and see, is there someone out there who you would like to actually ask to be your mentor who would actually be interested in doing that? Plenty of people like to help others. They like to give back. And being a mentor can be a really satisfying thing to do. So if there's someone out there who's the cat's meow to you as a nurse or a nursing leader or an executive, you can boldly go where other people have gone before and actually ask them, to officially be your mentor, and they may or may not be willing, but it doesn't hurt to ask. The other way to have a mentor is to watch someone very closely, to observe a person who you really admire. You never really ask them to be your mentor. It can just be someone who you watch, who you emulate, and you basically use them as a model, as a bellwether for certain areas of your career or your life. So you kind of silently sit back and take in what they're doing and learn from them through osmosis. My friend and colleague, Donna Cardillo, who many of you might have known as Dear Donna at Nurse.com for about 15 years, I chose her early on as one of my mentors as a nurse entrepreneur. I never asked her to mentor me. I have gone to one of her workshops and we've met in person a number of times, but I also just observe Donna's career and I think she is a superlative human being, an amazing nurse entrepreneur, an incredible nurse, and a real true dyed-in-the-wool expert on nursing careers. So I watch her, I read what she writes, I listen to what she has to say. So she has mentored me, even though she hasn't officially done so, and I never asked her to do so, she just remains one of those people who I look to for inspiration, and I can go back to her anytime, to her materials, her DVDs, her audios, her videos, and glean what I need from her. And I continue to learn from Donna, and you can check her out at DonnaCardillo.com. And I recommend looking at her new book, Falling Together, which is a really beautiful book, and I recommend that you go over to Amazon and buy it. Anyway, mentoring, that is one way to go about it. And one more aside about mentoring, this first strategic tip is Your organization where you work might, and I have to emphasize might, have a mentoring program. If they do, you're lucky, especially if it's an evidence-based mentoring program. 
And I do recommend that you check out the Nurse Mentoring Institute. Just Google them, RN Mentoring, and you will find them on there with Louise Jakubik, Dr. Louise Jakubik. And they use the greatest and latest evidence base for nurse mentoring, what is really, truly effective. And you could actually bring them to your organization and they can help you set up a mentoring program at your facility or hospital organization. So check out the Nurse Mentoring Institute and Dr. Louise Jakubik as well. Now, number two, my number two tip for finding allies is to start small and start easy. Especially if you're an introvert and networking face-to-face is intimidating and it's scary and it's frightening, you don't want to do it, it makes you sweat and you're trembling right now with me even talking about it, don't worry about going to big conferences, national meetings and seminars and trying to work the room and find someone who you can say, hey, will you be my ally? Look first to your immediate circle of colleagues. Look to the people immediately around you, the people who you already know, who know you, where it's easy, where it's small and easy for you to just step over and say, hey, let's get together and chat. I'd really like to see how we could support each other in our careers. So think about the people who always have your back. Think about the people who check in with you and ask you, how are you doing? What's going on with you? Who offers you help? Who's always there for you? Look among your work friends, your colleagues, for your natural allies. And you may already have several that you just haven't really acknowledged as your true allies. I can give an example. Kevin Ross and Elizabeth Scala from RNFM Radio and the Pulse Media Network, they're my business partners, yes, and they are also my allies. They are two people I can reach out to any day of the week, ask them any question I want, and I know they're going to get back to me and they're going to be really honest, sometimes brutally honest with me, which I really appreciate. Another person out there is Dr. Renee Thompson. She's at ReneeThompsonSpeaks.com. We met on Twitter, just like I met Elizabeth and Kevin, and she's actually now one of my closest friends. And I would say she is in the very, very top echelons of my allies in my career and my life as a friend and a colleague. So if you can have someone like that in your corner, that is like gold. So look around you for the people with whom you have reciprocal kindness and reciprocal support. And there's the beginning of your team of allies. My third recommendation, the third strategy for finding your allies is leveraging online platforms and resources. I've already mentioned that I met Kevin and Elizabeth and Renee and Donna Cardillo and many other people on Twitter. I've met lots of people on LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram, and I have a bunch of allies out there who I've met online, and some of those relationships have developed and blossomed into face-to-face friendships or friendships where, if we're not geographically near one another very often, happens through Skype and FaceTime and phone and texting, and those allies are people I can count on. So leverage any online platform, any online resource where you can meet people, make friends, create partnerships, and create supportive communities. There are LinkedIn groups and Facebook groups that will help you meet other like-minded professionals and nurses and healthcare professionals and great places to start to amass your team of allies. 
definitely use the online world. It's there for you for a reason. And you can choose to make use of it or you can choose to ignore it. I say ignore the online world at your peril and just make things happen for yourself. Those online platforms are important. They're important for a reason and I want you to use them. And if you need me to teach you how to use them, I will teach you. My fourth strategy for putting together your team of professional allies is the fact that you might have to think outside of the box. In fact, some of your allies don't even need to be nurses. They don't even need to work in healthcare. Some of your most enthusiastic allies might be right under your nose. They just don't happen to work in nursing. First, you look to your family. Do you have a natural ally in your family? Could be your sister-in-law, your brother-in-law, your aunt, your uncle, your parents, your spouse. These folks might not be natural allies because they may not have a full understanding of what you do and what you want, but you can actually teach them what it is you do and what it is you want so that they can be there for you. Or they may already be there for you, but you've kind of dismissed their advice and dismissed their presence in your professional life in career building because they're family and they're not healthcare professionals. Don't worry about that, my friends. Think outside of the box. You might have a former elementary school teacher of yours who's, let's say, 35 years your senior, but you've become friends over the years and you visit her or talk to her on the phone periodically. She might be an incredible ally. There might be someone who you play softball with on Saturday mornings and you realize that this person and you really have a lot in common, even though you work in completely different industries, different professions, but you're interested in being there for each other. That's what's most important in an ally. It's not that you share professional goals or even understand what the other does in their professional life. It's just that you're willing to be present and listen and be a supportive partner. And remember, folks, there are other allies in your life. You just need to open your eyes that they're actually there. Your therapist, your counselor, your sponsor at AA or Al-Anon, your faith leader, they are natural allies. They are there for you on very different levels with advice, comfort, support. They give you a shoulder to cry on. They lend you their ear. It can be that they offer you a peaceful place to come to rest yourself from the horrors and the and the busyness and the stress of the outside world. If your therapist's room is a place of sanctuary for you, that therapist is your ally in a particular sense. So make sure that you leverage that relationship in the way that's really going to be most helpful to you. Finally, folks, the fifth strategy for allies is you need to look within you need to look at yourself. You need to be your own greatest ally. And if you're not being an ally to yourself, you need to figure out why. And you need to step up your game and figure out how you can be there for yourself even more. This is where that therapist or counselor or faith leader might really come in handy if you're having a crisis of confidence in yourself and you need to really be more present for yourself as an ally. If you see or if you can feel that you're undermining yourself, if you feel that there's ways that you are self-sabotaging in your career and in your personal and professional lives, 
that therapist or counselor or faith leader can help you unpack negative habits, unpack negative thought patterns that are hindering you. You need to keep untangling that stuff. You need to keep circling around so that whatever beliefs are holding you back, whatever things you were taught as a child that have really ingrained themselves in the way that you see yourself or the way you envision your own success or your own abundance, then you need to move through those things to the other side. So if you need to be your best ally, which you do, and there are ways in which you are not allied with your own goals, with your own motivations, figure out how to unpack that stuff and how to repack it in a way where you're really going to be able to take care of yourself and make the moves you need to in your career. And friends, your allies are everywhere. I really want you to be looking inside Look outside, look online, look at the people you play baseball with, look at the people you go out to drinks with, look at your colleagues who are nursing professionals and healthcare professionals, and then look at the people you know who are outside of healthcare, but who really have your best interests in mind. This is about taking your networking to the next level and figuring out who those people are, who are the individuals who can really be present for you. And that is how you can make some really positive moves in your career when you have those people to rely on. This is like creating your own circle of trust, your own circle of people who can really stay present, who can be honest and forthright with you and support you when the going gets tough and support you when the going is not so tough. So in review, my friends, number one was find a mentor, whether it's an official mentor or an unofficial mentor or a person you just observe who you allow them to mentor you through osmosis and by example. Number two was to start small and easy, especially if you're an introvert. Don't try to go to the big conferences and work a big room and work yourself up into a lather trying to meet people. Look in your immediate circle of colleagues for your allies before you start venturing out. If you're introverted, this is a good way to start. And the online world is a really great way to do that. And that is tip number three, to leverage online platforms. And for you introverts out there, this is a place where you can begin where it's a little safer. And if you are an extrovert, the online world can be awesome as well. So leverage those online platforms and learn how to use them. I can help you. Other people can help you. There are lots of YouTube videos out there for learning how to use Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. So dig into those platforms because they're very important resources for you in your career. The fourth recommendation was to think outside the box. Remember, not everybody has to be nurses or healthcare professionals to be in your close group of allies, think outside the box, look creatively at your community and figure out who you'd like to bring closer and who you'd really like to have as part of that inner circle of trust. Finally, tip number five was that it's really all about you. Yes, it's all about you. And that's really okay. You have to be your own greatest ally. You need to rely on others and others' services, for instance, to help you figure out the ways in which you're standing in your own way. So whether that's therapy, counseling, church, whatever it happens to be, figure out the ways where you can move those obstacles out of the way, unpack, unravel the baggage that's holding you back, 
and then be able to take those inspired steps forward. So folks, this is a quick and easy podcast, a little shorter than some of our other episodes. I want this to inspire you and encourage you and empower you and uplift you to go out there and really look, look really hard for the people who you want to bring closer and who you want to be in your allied circle, your circle of trust. And did you know that you can become a patron of the Nurse Keith Show? That's right. Head over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Nurse Keith. You can pledge as little as $2 a month to support the Nurse Keith Show and throw a little love our way. If you pledge at least $5 a month, I will send you some special gifts in the mail. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced, as always, by the incredible Tim Hollowell of thepodcastingguy.com. Social media and promotion and imagery are handled by the capable and kind Mark Cappy Spiesen. Please consider signing up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com. And while you're over at nursekeith.com, click on that pink banner in the far left margin of the website's homepage. Leave me a voicemail. I will play your message on the air and answer your questions. So please head over to nursekeith.com, sign up for my newsletter, and leave me a voicemail. So folks, stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career every day. And keep tuning in to the next 100 episodes of The Nurse Keith Show on our march to the bicentennial episode 200. Take care, and we're going to keep exploring how to make your nursing career more satisfying and fun than you ever imagined possible. Be well, dig deep, keep in touch, and adios till next time.